excited about this one, guys. I'm getting in my grown woman bag. I'm entering my wifey era at full speed and no one can stop me because I've been investing in myself and in my kitchen. I used to buy the absolute cheapest cookware I could possibly find and mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm, not the move. The move is high quality, thoughtfully designed, non-toxic, and incredibly cute cookware from, drumroll please, Great Jones. You are welcome. Great Jones cookware is so stunning. You will actually want to cook. It's like getting a new super cute slash hot workout set, you'll be at the gym later that day. No question. My Dutch baby from Great Jones, aka the cutest baby pink Dutch oven in the color taffy, I keep that shit on display. That is when I'm not using it. From Dutch ovens to ceramic dishes to nonstick pans, Great Jones has it all. I got my first skillet, you guys. Like, fuck an engagement ring. I can't wait to actually make all the recipes I have saved but never touched because I was ill-equipped. But now, I'll let y'all know when Sleutsgiving dinner is because I am prepared. So upgrade your kitchen and replace those old rusted hand-me-downs with bold, beautiful, long-lasting pieces from Great Jones. Get started today at greatjones.com and get an extra 15% off your first order with promo code SOFIA. That's greatjones.com, promo code SOFIA. everyone. Welcome to Sophia with an F. Um, before we jump into the episode, because I have kind of the most special guest I've ever had on since the inception of the show, subscribe, rate, review, and more importantly, share the episode with your friends. And more importantly, Paliza, P-U-L-E-E-Z-A-H, Paliza, <laughs> repost this episode to your story. I'm going to be stalking all y'all. Okay, without further ado, I'm joined by my own flesh and blood, my brother, Lucas Franklin. Hi, Lucas. The one and only. The one and only Lucas. So, Lucas, this is your first time ever coming on the show. I know. I'm glad to be here. Great. It was a real hike from where you sleep at night to get to the studio, right? Longest one of the day. (laughs) Guys, my studio is currently in my mom's basement and Lucas and I live upstairs. So we literally just had to walk down the stairs. But Lucas, let's give people like a little bit of an intro. So you are how old? I am just turned 18 in August. Ooh, you shouldn't have... mm. Anytime I've ever posted something with you, I have made it very clear that you were 17. (laughs) Now, when I post shit with you and I say that you're 18, do you have more bitches sliding through? I honestly, like, don't fucking get any, like... Bullshit! (laughs) He is fucking... 
on. <laughs> Guys, okay, let me, hold on. Before we get into like bitches sliding into your DMs that are like sleuths or my listeners or whatever, let's back up. So Lucas, you're 18. We have always been really, really close growing up. We are 11 years apart. That's a huge age gap. Sometimes I feel like your sister, I mean, now that you're older, I feel way more like your sister, but I was really split between feeling like your sister and your mom. Yeah, definitely. I feel like we're still super close, though. Yeah, definitely. I think way close than most siblings are, honestly. Yeah, I, I feel like we tell each other, well, everyone's about to find out. There's nothing off limits. Like, we tell each other anything and everything. But let me just tell you a little something, Lucas. When I found out mom was pregnant with you, so what, I was 11 or 12, I was fucking furious. Yeah, I've, I've heard that Furious. I was like, abort mission now. Just kidding. I had no idea what an abortion was back then. Because I was an only child until I was that age. Right. So I was like, why the fuck is there another human being coming to like steal the show from me? Yeah. Sure is devastating. (laughs) Dude, it was devastating. And then let me just give you a little more info. When you were born, I don't know who thought it was okay at that fucking hospital at that moment to bring me into the operating room within seconds of you coming out of mom's vagina. Wow. Dude, I walked in and mom was like spread eagle, vagina out, blood (laughs) everywhere, whatever comes out when you have a baby. Like they had me walk in on that and I was horrified. And then you were fucked up. Remember your head was fucked up. What? Lucas, remember, dude, you had like a horn and everyone was freaking out. Everyone at the hospital was freaking the fuck out because mom broke her pelvic bone and her pelvic bone was like pushing on your forehead when you were coming out. And so you came out with like this fucking unicorn horn, like rhinoceros horn. Oh, like a goosebump or some shit? Dude, it was more than a goosebump. And I remember mom was freaking out and we thought it was just like you were born with like a horn. (laughs) It was, Jesus Christ, you put me through a lot, Lucas. I can only imagine what I put you through though. I kind of want to talk serious for one minute because I think this is important. Are you ready? Yeah. Ready to get deep in your feels? I'm ready. It's not going to be that deep. Okay. But so I grew up without a dad, right? Right. My biological dad was like out of the picture. And then when I was six years old, my mom married someone and he adopted me. Right. Your dad, Mark. Of course. I consider him my dad. Do you know why he adopted me? Mom pushed for it so fucking hard. Do you know why? Why? Because she wanted us to have the same last name. Oh, really? Yes. Wow. You didn't know that? I didn't. She's never said that to me. Really? Mm, that's fucked up. I literally had an epiphany. I didn't even know that you were my half sibling for like the longest time. Really? Yeah, I didn't know until I was like 15. Shut the fuck up. Well, I knew, but like I didn't like You quite. didn't like grasp it right regardless like who gives a fuck who gives a fuck it doesn't feel that way like you're my brother bottom line but it's just so weird the conversations that people like dive into because then they'll be like where are you from and i'll say oh my dad's from new zealand right and they'll say oh really like tell us more about that and then they'll be like 
so you've never been to New Zealand, like you have nothing to do with it. And then I have to be like, well, my biological father is from Spain. And then they go, your dad is not your dad. It's, and it's like, what? Yes, he fucking is. Yes. Do you know I, what I mean? Yeah, definitely. I feel like once you like build that bond with someone, it doesn't even matter like what label you put on it. No. Honestly. I just fucking hate the, oh, so you have different dads then. Or, oh, you know, you guys look different. Has anyone ever asked you like how it works? Like I, I got that question once and I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? How it works? Sophia's my half-sister. Oh, like, so how does that work? What the fuck? What? It works the same way a brother and sister would? I have a bunch, actually. You do? Yeah, I have three brothers. Three well, stepbrothers. Are they technically mine, too? Oh, yeah, yeah. They are, right? Oh, my gosh, yeah. Well, I mean, now that you're talking about step-siblings, I have half-brother-sister-siblings. You know that, right? Oh. My biological dad in Spain has kids. Wait, really? How insane is that? Do you still talk to him at all? No. No? No. By the way, guys, I, my biological dad, I don't know how much I've like dove into it, but met him twice. He never talked to me again. That was it. Wow. That's wild. Is that daddy issues? Maybe. Is that, is that the reason I'm the way I am? There's probably a lot of reasons. No, but that's wild. Like, I have half-brothers or sisters running around. Right. Should we roll up? Should we roll Should up? Should we go to Spain <laughs> and look at him? Joaquin. <laughs> Joaquin. <laughs> What's his last name? Ivanez. Ivania. <laughs> Dude, I tried looking him up on Facebook one time. Do you know how many Joaquin Ivanez people there are in the world. Oh, I'm sure there's so fucking many. Fucking millions. <laughs> I could not fucking find him. I mean, if I really wanted to reach out, I could talk to him, but like, I don't really want to. I just wanted to like, look at pics of him. Right. I feel like he would reach out to you now that you're like- Famous? Yeah. Well, I'm not famous. I'm sure I'll hear about you eventually. Uh, and be like, okay, I want a piece He's of in that. fucking Spain. That's true. And if he tried to talk to me because I have a fucking podcast, I would- Block his number. Yeah. Bye. Can we please plan a trip to Spain? Oh my God. Yes. And go to Pamplona where he right. lives. Figure out where he lives. Roll up. I just want to like see, like, do you look like me? Maybe you can roll by in like a little, like a ski mask. <laughs> Drive like, by. Where the fuck is Joaquin? <laughs> I didn't meet Joaquin, my biological dad, till I was 13, 14. Uh-huh. And we had dinner. Me, him, mom and he was like doing shit that I do oh really yes mannerism certain things he was doing was fucking a mind fuck I know people always get like upset about them turning into their parents but like you and mom you're kind of the fucking same person you guys have the same morals kind of like you're both very Uh, polite wait actually that's true yeah and you're both like classy and Mm -hmm. like obviously gorgeous like come on (laughs) Thank you. <laughs> so are you, though. Thank you. You got that from mom and dad. Yeah, dad not so much, probably. Well, look in the mirror. Do you wow. look more like mom or dad? What do you think? Fuck. I want to say dad, kind of. Really? But maybe that's just like me wanting to say that. Because you love him. Yeah, I'm a dad. daddy's boy. You are a daddy's boy. Yeah. But like now I'm kind of like a mommy's boy. It changed? It flipped? Yeah. Because like mom, I feel like you can't really share like emotions. 
with guys like as well. As I'm getting older and like going through all this shit. Uh-huh. I mean not all this shit. The shit. Uh-huh. That everyone goes through. I find it hard to like really open up to my dad. Right. Yeah. And it's not even like I fucking… Like you couldn't do anything to like change that. Mm-hmm. It's just almost like a psychological thing. Is it just being a man? Yeah. Or is it, or is it the culture though? Yeah. Because mom, we grew up in a culture where from the get-go… We talk about everything. Oh my God, everything. Nothing is off limits. I love our family so much. So much. Yeah. Do you have more fun on mom's side or dad's side? Dad's side is fun just because there's like a lot of little kids. And I like haven't had experience with that. Like little kids? Eight and like 10. That's so cute. Yeah. You're going to be such a good dad. Oh, thank you. But mom's side is, of course, like one of a kind. Uh, One of a kind. It's always interesting. Some shit, I swear to God, always is going down. Christmas Eve, when the whole family gets together, an aunt is flashing their vagina to my boyfriend. Oh my. The other aunt is on fucking painkillers, sweating, drinking so much. Holy shit. Grandma and grandpa are LDS Mormon, (laughs) so they don't want to see that shit. The uncles are constantly fighting but so much fun nice to watch from afar it is yeah but like i don't mind it i have fun in that and we just talk shit on our family for you know the last five minutes and what i'm gonna say is i wouldn't have it any other way and i love them yeah i love them too they're They're the best they're amazing all right that was a little too deep let's get into some actual funny Crazy, not feeling shit. Fifty high school senior girls descend on Mobile, Alabama every summer to compete for a massive cash prize. It isn't Survivor. It's one of America's most lucrative scholarship competitions for teen girls. It's been around for seven decades. Now you'll hear what took place behind the scenes. From Pineapple Street Studios and Wondery comes the competition. Host Shima Oliai was Nevada's contestant 20 years ago. Now she is returning as a judge to find out what two weeks with 50 of the country's most ambitious teens can tell us about girlhood in America. What happens when the competitors are thrown into the deep end with the best and the brightest? And how does surviving the competition prepare them for everything that comes after? Follow the competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of the competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. Apartments.com believes having a gym in your building does way more than just get you in shape. It turns your entire life around and is a great place to scope out the hot guy that lives in your building. And by guy, I mean guys. Having a gym in your building makes it 10 times more likely that you actually end up, show up, and work out. I mean, it's five floors down or whatever it is. And you'll be saving money on a gym membership that you'll go to probably half as much. With Apartments.com, finding somewhere to live is easy. Apartments.com hosts more rental listings with over 1 million available units. 
And with comprehensive search tools and instant alerts, you never have to worry about missing out on the perfect place or treadmill for that matter. To find whatever you're searching for and more, visit apartments.com, the place to find a place. Have you ever noticed how celebrities have brighter, wider looking eyes? Their makeup artists have a little secret in their kit. Lumify Redness Reliever Eye Drops. Lumify dramatically reduces redness in just one minute. It literally happens right before your eyes to help them look brighter, whiter, and more awake for up to eight hours. No wonder it's so loved by influencers, celebrities, and makeup artists and has over 6,000 five-star reviews on Amazon. Lumify is also the number one eye doctor recommended redness reliever eye drop and it's FDA approved. No bleach, no dyes. Plus, it's made by the eye care experts at Bausch & Lomb. So whether you're on set, on a date, or running on just a few hours of sleep, you can have eyes that look brighter and whiter with Lumify eye drops. When you try it, you'll see that it's what your eyes have been looking for. Check out LumifyEyes.com to learn more. What is it like being my younger brother, just in the sense of like, you know, what I do for a living and like have a very explicit life? Um, I think it was a little, I feel like it was weirder for everyone else, honestly. Really? Like, I feel like mom and like grandma and grandpa took it like way deeper. For me, it was just like, fuck. Like, I'm, I always knew Sophia was going to be like successful. <gasps> oh, wait, I fucking love that. See, everyone? We knew it was it was destined to happen. But yeah, so it was difficult. I remember for the family. Um, do your friends ever say like, oh, damn, like Lucas's sister, she's a slut or like your sister's a slut, bro. No, not at all. No, it's more just like, damn, bro, like your sister's hot as fuck. Were any of your friends ever not allowed to hang out with you because they like knew about my shit or no? No, I think I've I was too old when like you started doing this shit. Swear like didn't really matter. Oh, okay. Yeah. But you wouldn't be allowed to hang out for other reasons, like we weren't LDS. It was like that was like the biggest one. I wasn't Mormon. I was kinda like a fucking outcast growing up. Wait, right? Yeah, definitely. You weren't invited to certain parties and yes, shit. Yes. All the time. That's what did that like affect you or not really? Oh fuck yeah, it did. Really? Absolutely. Cause I was like, unlike you, I was a fucking like nerd. I was like some little chubby ass fat kid. Stop. Like, you were not. You were just you, you just had like a little, you were maybe just a little more curvaceous, chunky. I honestly don't fucking remember. But whatever. That I I didn't have to deal with like the Mormon LDS outcast shit as much because I went to a private Catholic school. That's true. Yeah. My whole life. Right. So you probably had to deal with it way more. Mine was like the fucking capital of Mormons, my high school. Dude, how do you think that influenced you? Just made you feel kind of I was just a, like an outcast. There was I had like a select few friends. Like, none of my friends going up are Mormon. Like, I could... I had to be friends with, like, the fucking <sighs> Protestants. Like, fuck, I don't know. <laughs> Whatever else there was left. That's really sad. Kind of funny, but mostly sad. Um, Guys, if you're LDS and Mormon, it's called inclusivity. I think that's a Utah culture Mormon thing, though, too. But we're not talking about that. Let's move on. 
So you're going to college right now. Yeah, so I'm going to the U. Mm-hmm. I'm just about to finish my first semester of college. Did you join a frat? I did not. <laughs> oh, let me tell you a little something about the frats here in Utah. Bunch of goddamn white guys drinking a lot of goddamn Bud Light and talking just like the stereotypes. Okay, hold on. Lucas, like, no, you did rush for one and then you decided not to join it, right? I lasted like 15 minutes. The rush is like two hours. I just, not me. You walked out? Oh, yeah, I walked out. Wait, Lucas, what's the story of how they had you fill out that sheet of paper? Oh. (laughs) How you filled it out? The application? Yeah, so start from beginning to end. Walk us through it. So just like the basic stuff, your name, blah, 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 you're like bullshit. And then it was like, it asked you like personality questions. Like, what are you good at? Like, what do your friends like say about you? Like all this sort of shit. Uh And it was like, what's your GPA as well? Oh, okay. And like, like who the fuck, like who do they have like checking back there? They have like a chairman, like, like, fuck. I was like, I have a 4-0. I fucking like. (laughs) I just transferred here, like, from Stanford. Like, I'm friends with, like, a bunch of the guys in Sigma Chi, and they, like, all talked about it after, and, like, apparently it was funny. They thought it was funny that you were, like, bullshitting on the application? Yeah, and I was, like, I, like, tried to be, like, the, like, typical frat guy. They're, like, what are some, like, your talents? And I was, like, oh, like, I can, like, fucking chug, like, three beers in, like, 30 seconds. Like, I was just completely bullshitting. Right, 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 right. Okay, so you, like, put in the application. You, like, bullshitted the whole thing. And then they came up to you after class, right? And then what'd they say? They were, like, whoa, like, dude, everyone was talking about, like, your application, (laughs) bro. Like, what? Like, what did you put on there? Like, they were all talking about, because I, like, apparently I said, like, I have, like, a big-ass dick. (laughs) (laughs) They thought it was hilarious or they thought it was so inappropriate? They loved it. Oh, they loved it? Yeah. Okay. God damn. Well, for anyone, I guess, trying to get into a frat or sorority fucking bullshit on your application. Bullshit. Don't do that in real life. (laughs) Don't do that if you're trying to get a job. Lucas, you know better than to do that if you're trying to get a real job, right? Yes, of course. (laughs) Good. (laughs) Lucas, you have just gotten so... I just can't believe like you're 18. And I think that what we should talk about is kind of your... Coming of age story with the ladies. <laughs> Do you have a girlfriend right now? No, no girlfriend right now. Okay. Is there a girl that's going to be pissed that you just said that? I hope not. <laughs> Let me just say this. You guys can't see him. You can just hear his voice. Lucas is a very, very, very attractive young man. I'm going to give him that. You're a very good looking kid. Sure. Okay. So... You guys, think about what I look like. Okay, think about what my brother would look like. Thank you. <laughs> I'm still hotter, though. Yeah. There's like a contest. I guess. Hotter, funnier, smarter, Ooh. upper, just upper echelon everything out of the two of us. Okay. But I have a few years on you. <laughs> so every single time I post Lucas on my story or on any of my social media, girls go fucking wild. Bullshit. What do you mean bullshit, Lucas? I get all of these DMs. So do you. You showed me. You're like, damn, look at this girl. She said this. Yes or no? Yes. Okay. Okay. So why are you calling bullshit? Guys, this is a message that was sent to me and I want to read it out loud. And Lucas has no clue what it says, but I'm going to read it right now on air for you. This girl wrote in, 
Please don't be repulsed, but I think Lucas is the cutest guy ever. He added me back on Snapchat, but I didn't Snapchat him. He deleted me by the <laughs> end of the day. LMFAO. Can you please hook a girl up? I'm 21 and I know he's a bit younger, but like, fuck it. Am I being weird? I swear this is not me trying to weasel my way to you. I seriously just want to hang out with him. I could see myself laughing for hours. Help. All right. Why did you delete her by the end of the day on Snapchat? Give us the rules. What are the Snapchat rules? Okay. So I probably have like, I don't know, maybe like 20 like requests on Snapchat. Okay. So I'd be my friend like occasionally. <laughs> like, I'm not going to lie. If it's a dude, obviously I'm not adding him back. So she didn't send you a pussy shot or a tit shot or an ass shot or a selfie like quick enough. So then you like deleted her. Is that what it is? No, it's not even like that. It's not like like that? So you added her back on Snapchat, but she didn't Snapchat you. So then you just fucking got rid of her. She didn't Snapchat me. And I bet you she had some like weird ass like fucking basic shit on her story. And I'm like, I ain't fucking with all of that. So why would I waste my time? What would be considered basic ass shit on her story? Like, I really don't care that, like, you went to, like, a fucking pizza place and got, like, a $6 <laughs> slice and, like, with like with your dad or some shit. Like, so, so every story that I've ever posted on my shit. <laughs> <laughs> Lucas, what do, you, what do you want? So what? You, she needs to be showing her face or her body. Bitches just need to be not so corny with it. Okay. Like, I understand if you're, like, an influencer, like, you have to put that shit out. Oh, gotcha. But if, like, you're just, like, fucking some chick who goes to, like, high school, like, I do not care. (laughs) I do not give a fuck, like, what your day-to-day life is. Dude, you're a little bit cutthroat, and I like it. You have standards, (laughs) and you know what you want. I fucking love that. What kind of girls do you like? That's a tough one. I love them all. Okay, you love them all. I... I appreciate that. There's got to be a preference somewhere there. Okay. I tend to go for brunettes. Okay. That probably, makes sense. Honestly, probably because you and my mom are brunettes. Yeah. Like, weirdly. No, I think that's, like, totally makes sense. Yeah. You know what? I think most men go for brunettes except athletes and country singers. Yeah. I Absolutely. swear to God. Absolutely. That's like a little theory I have. But anyways, that's like when you're older. So brunettes, you like them skinny, you like them curvy. What do you like? It depends. They just got to rock it. Okay. Like, I don't fucking. You don't care either way. I do care to an extent. Mm-hmm. But like, I mean, it's just like preference. If they're like, just like the go in every aspect, but like there's some a little off with their body. Okay. Like, fuck it. Fuck it's it. fine. Oh, wait. I love that. So it's just like their confidence. Right. Really. Yeah. That's damn. Did someone, did you like talk to someone before you came into this interview, like public relations? Cause you're answering <laughs> these very well. A little too well. I thought you were going to come on here and be like, the fat ass and like, <laughs> da, 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 but you didn't. I'm really proud of you, Lucas. I keep it modest. See, for women listening, like, no, like, men don't expect you to have a perfect fucking body and no one has a perfect body. And you just heard it from Lucas. You heard it here first. Ladies, you can't be crusty, but he's not expecting perfection. And then you can <laughs> slide on into his DMs. All right. I think that's fair to say. Yeah. I would say that. Men listening, yeah, I'm in a relationship, but like if you are not ugly and you have a lot of money, you can absolutely hit me up. Neither of us want crusty. No, no crust. Above average. And I think that that's fair. 
All right. So you have a really easy time with the women. Was it always like that? Were you always like the cool, like good looking, funny kid? Absolutely not. No? Fuck no. When did that, when did it happen? I was a year younger than everyone in my grade. Cause like, I don't know. Yeah. Mom put us in school early. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I feel like that put me at a disadvantage with the girls, honestly. Oh. But like, I've always been able to talk to them. Cause like, again, I was raised by like you and mom. Right. Right, but right, like, right. In like eighth grade and shit. Like I would, you remember, like I would only have like girlfriends. Mm-hmm. Like I would never hang out with dudes. I don't remember that, but that's fascinating. Oh yeah. So you didn't have a bunch of like bro friends. It was uh-uh. mostly girls. I had just like one. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. So that was eighth grade. And then what? And then about like, I'd say probably like midway through junior year, mm-hmm. I started getting my game up. You know, like I started getting like exposed <laughs> to that world. Yes. And then what do you know? I finally got my first girlfriend. In junior year of high school? Junior year of high school. That's how long it took. Wow. Did you lose your virginity? Junior yes. year. Junior year. Okay. How old were you? And can you tell us about it? I want to say, I want to say I was 16. Okay. I was 17 when I lost mine. Yeah. Wait, I could have been 17 actually. Okay. I'd have to check. Around there, roughly. Around there. Okay. Yeah. How did it go down? Very different for a girl to lose her virginity than for a dude. And to be honest, I don't know who I lost it to, which is really fucked up. Really? Not in that way. Like, I know like the two guys, but like the first time. The two guys? (laughs) Not like that. (laughs) not like that like no I hooked up with this dude and I just don't know if I count it but okay tell us about how you lost your virginity okay I think it was the night I asked her to be my girlfriend we went back to her house you know (laughs) at the time she like usually had this couch that we would sit on in her basement okay but she like got like a mattress for some reason Damn! And like, if that didn't send me a goddamn message, like, what the fuck else would you like from me? So she initiated it. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. So you weren't even thinking like, oh, it's time to lose my virginity or anything. No. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. Also. And by that point, I hadn't done like anything. Okay. Like, I think I had fingered a chick like once. Okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. Also, let's just point out, like, Lucas and I grew up in. Salt Lake City, Utah, where like all of our friends and well, not mine, but a lot of your friends are Mormon and they're not having sex, right? Oh, uh-uh. Okay, so this girl like knew what she wanted. I, I there, guess there's so. a mattress on the floor. Yeah, right. Okay, so you guys get in bed and she starts kind of like maneuvering pansy. Well, we started watching a movie, obviously, mm-hmm. and then I don't know. It just started with like she like hopped on top of me. Then, like, the whole grinding thing happened. And then, like, before I fucking knew it. Okay. I was just in there. So, <laughs> it was, like, dry humping and then you were, like, just, like, having sex with her. Yeah, pretty much. There was no, like, oral, like, none of that. No, like, not even, like, a fucking hand job. Because, like, she was a virgin as well. Oh, she was? Oh, yeah. Oh, you're making it sound like there's, like, some older, like, chick who, like, knew, like, what she was, like, doing. So you no, guys I just have that virgins. effect on women. <laughs> That their panties drop? Okay. <laughs> Panty dropper. So, um, did you use a condom? No. And it was fucking awful. I didn't know that story. You never told me that one. Really? Mm-mm. So, did you guys have sex after that? Oh, yeah. Like, all the time. Like, multiple times. Well, I think we dated for, like, maybe, like, three months or two months after that. Uh-huh. And, like, once, once we had sex once, like, it was just, like, 
fucking every time we hung out. Okay. Like it was just. I bet. Yeah. Two youngins. Right. Yeah. My virginity story, uh, nowhere near as cute as your story at all. Like you lost it to another virgin. I think that's so cute. Was she obsessed with you for a while after? Oh, fucking obsessed. Because you know that's what they say. If you take a girl's virginity, they end up being obsessed with you. Yeah, definitely. The stereotype's true. Really? Yeah, fuck yeah, Okay, well, ladies, be careful who you, you know, gave your virginity up to. I mean, not in my case. Well, I was kind of obsessed with him. The guy, I think, that took it. <laughs> but he is no longer straight, so there would never be a chance for us. How long did it take you to tell mom and dad about it? Did you lie to them about it? I kind of did, like, the opposite. Do you really? remember when I told you that I lost my virginity? I told you guys that I lost it to this girl when I really didn't. Oh. Because, like, you know, I'm like— You were trying to be trying cool? To, like, fucking cool. Oh, yeah. so you lied about it. Yeah, I lied about it. So what? You were like going through school, like high-fiving people. Like, yeah, like I fucking lost my virginity, <laughs> but you didn't. No, I was kind of a pussy in school, but I would tell you and mom about it. I okay. was like, oh yeah, like I totally like had sex. And you didn't? Uh-uh, no. <laughs> wow, what a little sneaky bit. I was a little fucking liar, I won't lie. Because what? You were just lying just like for fun? Just or to be like cool. You, just to be cool. Yeah. I mean, I can only imagine the amount of lies I've said to seem cool, but losing my virginity, not one of them. I lied to mom and dad about that for at least a full year. Oh, I'm sure you did because you're a girl and I'm a guy. So it's like the- Is it different? The double oh, yeah. standard? Definitely. Well, for girls, they're like, you better like get on birth control. Right. You know, because we can get pregnant. But I lied about it for a while. Did you? You probably yeah. had to, huh? They were strict as fuck with you. They were. But I think mom like walked in on me like not actually having sex, but, like doing something. And then like I couldn't like lie about it. Did mom ever walk in on you being like sneaky? And by sneaky, I mean sexual with someone. No. Never? Dad did though. Oh, he did? Mm-hmm. Like mid-sex? Mid-sex. Oh, shit. Yeah, that was a fucking, that was a horrific story. It was like the same girl who I lost my virginity to. Mm-hmm. And we were in my bed. And luckily, we weren't doing like a fucking pretty obvious like position. Like we weren't fucking like doggy or some right. shit. It was just right. like the basic missionary mm, that's under good. the blanket. So I was oh. like, fine. Oh, Thank God. I thought you were going to say something crazy. Yeah. What do you do when you open the door? He was just like, oh, shit. No. He opened the door and, like, <laughs> I, like, flopped down to, like, try and seem like I was laying on her. <laughs> and, like, I think he kind of fucking bought it, actually. And I don't know if I ever told him. Really? Yeah, what actually went down. Damn. I mean, I, yeah. Mine was when I got caught. I got caught, like, actually a few times. But never, like, mid-sex. Just, like, we weren't at the sex part. Maybe just, like a finger or something. And I would just hurry and like pretend it wasn't happening. I have walked in on mom and dad though. Actually, I haven't walked in. I just remember being little and being scared. And I was like, are you guys wrestling? That's fine. <laughs> we don't need to fucking talk about that. That's fucking disgusting. Um, Was the girl you lost it to older or younger than you? She was, I think she was a little older than me. Not by much though, maybe like a couple months. Dude, are you like into older girls or are older girls into you? I think you're always dating girls that are older. I guess I just like attract like a fucking older female, but also I'm like way into like not even like older chicks. Okay, this might sound a little Milf? weird. MILFs. 
Okay. Like my fucking dream is, is to bag like a fucking 30 year old. Dude, I'm pretty sure that's every young dude's dream. Yeah. Is the MILF. Every single dude. I talk to dudes that are even 24, 25 and they're like, dude, the MILF porn, like that's it. Ooh. So that's your dream. But I'm like, I'm into MILFs, but I'm not like I'm into that porn scene. Okay. The MILF porn's kind of like fucking weird as fuck. I mean, all porn kind of in a way is weird as fuck if you think about it but do I watch it from time to time absolutely so how old would you go I mean yeah you would like bang a 30 year old whatever but what like how old would you date date mm-hmm. maybe like I'd say like only like two or three years older than me okay. once you get past that I'm sure it gets a little weird I was just always the girl who was dating older dudes do you consider yourself a slew let me ask you that one so not like a supporter mm. of the Yes, well, obviously, of course, I'm a slew. Obviously, like, are, you're a slew. Yeah. Oh, but are you like a slut? Do you think a little? I don't know. Once the liquor gets in me, it's like pretty fucking hard <laughs> to not be a slut. Sometimes. Dude, mom is going to hear this and freak the fuck out and be like, why? What is wrong with you guys? <laughs> mom, he didn't mean that. When he's 21, he'll drink alcohol. All right, Lucas, I love you so much. I am going to move on to the second best part of this episode. But before we do, Lucas, do you want to plug your shit? Like, where can they find you? Uh, Instagram. Okay, what's your screen name? Lucas, L U C A S dot F R A N K L Y N, spelled the same way as Franklin by Sophia. One at the end of all that. The number one. The number one. So Lucas, period, Franklin, and the number one. Yes. Damn. All right. Well, Lucas, I can't wait to have you back. I love you. Bye. Thank you. Can you feel it, Sloots? The days are getting warmer and spring has officially sprung, which means spring break is here. Which, for the older folk, that basically means people are going outside, they're staying outside, and they're staying out way longer. But the thing is, who wants to deal with those post-party struggles? I know I don't. I mean, I quite literally and physically can't at this stage in my life. And that's where my spring break essential comes in, which is Taste Salud. Say goodbye to the Sunday scaries with Taste Salud's hydrating drink mixes. Listen, I started my spring break a little bit early last weekend when my best friend Allie came to town And we had a night or two on the town. And how I felt, honestly, come Monday morning was better than any spring break party you can imagine. And that is a rare occurrence for me and has only started happening since I've started drinking Taste Salute religiously. Because unlike those big name brands we all know, Salude knocks it out of the park with their one-of-a-kind flavors. I'm drinking one right now. And no, it's not because I plan on drinking any kind of alcohol, but just because I'm trying to get hydrated and energized. I'm obviously drinking the horchata flavor, but you got to enjoy flavors like cucumber lime, hibiscus, and... They even have mocktails now. 
Say hello to Paloma and Strawberry Margarita. Filled with electrolytes and vitamins that support hydration and boost immunity with less sugar. I'm talking only one gram of sugar per stick. This is exactly what you need to get your Sunday fun day going, regardless of what the rest of the day entails. And here's the best part. They're sharing the love with all of my listeners. Enjoy 10% off your first purchase with the code SOFIA10 at checkout. That's S-O-F-I-A and the number 10 at Taysalude.com. Cheers to health this spring break season with Taysalude. Look, you've had a long day, your boss is annoying you, your boyfriend is accusing you of something you didn't even do, and your sibling is asking you for money. That's like an everyday thing for me. While I don't have all the answers, I do know that we have the power to change any situation we're in in a flash, in a snap. We can turn it into a celebration and a little glass of wine is just the thing to turn your day around sometimes. But of course, you just realized you ran out of everything. Luckily for you, our friends over at DoorDash have you covered. If you're in the mood to treat yourself or just want to make sure you are always hostess with the mostest ready, DoorDash is your go-to without you having to move from your couch. And it's convenient. Do you know how heavy a handle of tequila is? How about five of them? Exactly. Plus, the alcohol selection at DoorDash is top-notch. You will find what you're looking for. Beer, wine, mixers, and even mocktails for the non-alcoholic girlies can be delivered straight to your door. So get your drinks in hand without lifting a finger with DoorDash. And use code SOFIA24 to get 25% off up to a $15 value when you spend $35 or more on drinks through DoorDash. For eligible users only, terms apply, must be 21 plus to order alcohol, drink responsibly, delivery and promotions available only in select markets. SOS, save our sleuths. I'm ready to give my best advice. We are flying so low, ladies and gentlemen, so... I mean, if I say something wrong, there is really no one to blame but me, which is a little bit scary. Okay, starting with kind of my favorite question ever. Hi, Sophia. I need help ASAP. I work at a country club and we have to work every holiday except Thanksgiving and Christmas. They are making it mandatory to work this New Year's Eve party until 3 a.m. What excuse should I use to get out of it? I have used pink eye, throwing up, and being sick before. I work six days out of the week and need to black out. What's a believable excuse to come up with this time, XOXO? Oh, baby girl. Oh, my God. I remember those days. 
Uh, LOL, like I still don't lie and come up with excuses for people, but I am my own boss, but I will still have to lie to certain individuals. However, I remember working in the service industry and having like those types of hours, it fucking blows. So this is my advice here. As someone who has gone to really just incredible lengths to pull off a fucking excuse, you said that you've used the I've been sick before excuse. Um, that's fine. That excuse never gets old. You just have to amplify it. For example, just a little story time and a little something you maybe didn't know about me. One time uh, I called sick out of work and I hit up every single shady person that I know in my phone book asking if they knew a doctor. I had someone bite. The doctor wrote me a slip for as many days as I wanted, which was really, really sweet of him. However, he decided what was going to be my diagnosis. And this random ass doctor decided that I was going to have MRSA, M-R-S-A. So this dude sends me a doctor's note. I'm not going to like go back to him and be like, um, excuse me, I know you're like saving lives and have patients. Like, can you just write me a better one? No, I had to deal with the hand that had been dealt to me. So I like quickly Google what the fuck MRSA is. It is a flesh eating bacteria. When I went into work, my boss is so fucking psycho. She was the nosiest bitch ever grabs me. And she was like, oh my God, Sophia, is everything okay? I saw the doctor's note. That is so insane. Can you tell me what happened? I knew I needed like a fucking backstory. So I told her I cut myself while I was shaving and then it got infected and it turned into MRSA, a flesh eating bacteria. But because my boss is so fucking nosy, she asks me if she can see it. So then because I'm really good on my feet, I instantly told her that it was actually on my vagina, that I was shaving my bikini line and that's where it happened. And uh, if she was gonna ask me to show her, that would be very inappropriate and I would absolutely report her to the higher ups. So as long as you can get a doctor's note, either you ask all your friends if they know of a shady doctor or you fucking post it on your story, hey, I need a doctor's note, or you just show up to the doctor. I mean, I've done that before, which is really fucking sad, but I have. I mean, I've gone to the Instacare knowing damn well I was perfectly fine just so I could get that little slip. As long as you walk into Instacare like the day of New Year's Eve and you're like, no, I have a doctor's note, you're good to go. Or forge one. I mean, girl, they're like the easiest things to forge ever. If you have a doctor's note, it doesn't matter if it's pink eye, throwing up, fucking cancer, fucking a little cold. Like it doesn't matter what you have. If you have the doctor's note, you can't get in trouble. And absolutely, if you do decide to just like buck it up and go to work, make sure you're getting blackout at work. I mean, at least be sneaking shots or whatever, like, you know, in the kitchen. No doubt about that one. Make it like the funnest experience ever. And you could always just go with a death in the family. People usually won't ask to see a slip for that one. They'll just kind of let it go. And who cares if they, you know, assume you're lying? That's on them. They want to feel that way. Okay. So that's my advice. All right. Next. Hey, Sophia, I enjoy the pod and the tips you provide. (laughs) Enjoy. 
Can we get like a, I don't know, better fucking verb like love, can't live without, obsessed. Okay. I am a 21-year-old man with a successful business, but I feel I have trouble meeting good, strong, and beautiful women like y'all. What would be your advice on where to meet these women? Thank you for your help and advice from a man looking for the right salute. Jesus, this dude is 21 with a successful business? Da fuck? Okay, congrats, my man. Um, This is the thing. You can find good, strong, beautiful women anywhere, my friend. You just got to open your eyes a little bit. I mean, you're saying a woman like myself, I can tell you where I was found. I was found on a dating app. And before that, I was found outside of a bar. I mean, you can find me on the fucking side of the road. Let's be honest. I'm wondering if this really comes down to you being a little bit picky. Because, A, you're 21. So like, what what are you actually looking for? Because when I was 21, I was looking for whoever was going to provide me alcohol or sex or drugs or a good time or was kind of attractive. Like I didn't really have, you know, a list of very high-end qualities that I needed. I mean, what are you looking for? I think that you either need to be less picky or you need to start going after girls that are a little bit older. Good, strong, beautiful women obviously exist at the age of 21. But if you're trying to kind of infer that you want a girl that has their shit together as much as you do at 21, that might be a little bit more difficult. Day older. Lucas would do it. You heard him earlier. And, you know, aside from that, don't put too much pressure on it at your age. You will fucking find her. She is there. You're just a little bit young and don't feel like at 21, you need to find, you know, the woman you're going to spend the rest of your life with or even a girlfriend. She will come, I promise you, and she's going to come when you least expect it. Okay, next. Hey, Sophia, what would you do if one of your friends wouldn't follow you back? I know it's very superficial and I probably shouldn't care, but it bugs me. I have a big friend group and a guy who has like 15K followers wouldn't follow me back. We've only had one or two one-on-one conversations, but as a group, we meet up 24-7 and we all get along. Do you think I should bring it up or just let it go? It bugs me. Okay. Wow. I have, (laughs) this is a funny question. I have a few things to say about it. Number one is I get that you hang out in this huge friend group 24-7. I'm a little bit more focused on the fact that you said you've had one or two one-on-one conversations. I want to know what these conversations were. Was it like he said, hey, can you hand me a beer? And you said yes. And he said, oh my God, thank you so much. You're so good at that. Because if that was a conversation no, I don't think he needs to follow you back. If you've had one or two super deep or intellectual or bonding or just funny conversations that lasted more than five minutes, then yeah, I think you could expect to follow back. I also want to know how big the friend group is. I mean, what is it like fucking 20, 30 of you Project X style house parties? There's actually like a hundred people and you guys like 
all kind of hang out in one way or another every once in a while, then no, I don't think that makes it so that he should be following you back. However, this is how I always go about this shit. Because listen, I have hung out with the same people multiple times and have not followed them on social media. Not because I care about how many people I'm following. Not because like I look at the fucking ratio or like, no, it has nothing to do with that. It's, I just don't, it doesn't, I'm not thinking about that. Especially when I'm partying. I'm not like, ooh, okay, like, okay, now um, you just met Sam and you guys did have a conversation. You got to go follow him. And I get it. You went and followed him and you expected a follow back immediately. He probably just didn't notice. He probably like didn't realize it was you. And if he did, that's no big deal. This is how I would handle a situation like this. I actually have blatantly, without hesitation, without any form of embarrassment, like just Donald Trump style, I've asked someone to like follow me or follow me back. I'm just super upfront about it and super confident about it. I'll just say, oh, wait, do you follow me? You don't? Okay, I'm going to unfollow you. I would straight up say that. Obviously say it kind of laughy, kind of flirty, whatever, but just be upfront about it and just say, wait, let me see your phone. I just realized you're not following me. I will go ahead and take care of that for you. I will take that from your hands and I will do it for you manually. Thank you so much. Just be like funny and charming and like confident about it. And he's going to laugh and he's going to follow you right away. I'm sure it's just something he overlooked. If he fucking tries to come back with like a, no, I only follow, you know, a specific number of people or blah, blah, blah. Then sweetie pie, it should no longer bug you and you should just feel sad for the man. Okay, next. Hey girl, my friends with benefits only seems to want to have sex with me if I post a new picture or if he finds out I'm seeing someone else. Whenever I try to initiate sex, he always seems not interested. When I have tried talking to him about how it doesn't seem equal, he just said I always text him during a bad time and he's busy. I don't know what to do. Should I cut him or keep him around? He's a solid friends with benefits and doesn't get jealous, etc. Okay. Well, first of all, it sounds like he's not a solid friends with benefits because you can only fuck him on his time. So let's just clear that one up right away. This is a rare breed of man, I have to say, because I have dated dudes that are extremely busy, aka a hundred times busier than I am with maybe like more big boy jobs. I mean, at least in the past than I do. And they're still gonna fuck me three out of the five times, you know, that I reach out. Whether they're busy or not, a guy will like fucking, he'll make it happen. He will be like, babe, I'm busy, but I'll be there at 5 a.m. to get my dick sucked. This, this type of man that you're talking about is a rare breed, I have to say. Any man that doesn't seem interested when you initiate sex is a rare breed. But if he's only down to fuck you once you post a pic or you start seeing someone else, this sounds like two things, okay? The first thing, posting a pic and hearing from 
all the men you've ever met, hearing them all around the world, the men you forgot about, the ones you know about, they all fucking come a running. This is super common. Men have a roster. They forget you exist. I don't care if I sound harsh. It's true. And then bam, it just takes that one picture to be reminded. I mean, to this day, when I post a pic, I'll hear from like some fucking dude from five years ago. Plus, men are such fucking visual creatures that memory alone can't cut it. Like they need to see the face or the body for the light bulb to go off in their head. They're idiots. The second thing and the second vibe that I'm getting is this dude is a controlling, possessive ass bitch. He wants all the pussy, all of it, but he also needs to make sure that the pussy belongs to him and him only. And that is just not the way the world works. So the second he can feel you're moving on, he gets into his little like possessive mode and his little type A personality, very macho, masculine energy type thing. And he's like, oh, like my bitch is not going with another man. Like, let me remind that girl. It's probably also just fun for him. It's a game. He's playing a game. He's seeing, you know, how much he can get from you, how he can control the situation and make sure you don't go with other dudes. It's just a fucking game. And I think you already explained it to him. And if his response was, oh, it was a bad time and I'm so busy, just take note. I want to know how many fucking times you have tried to initiate and he has turned you down. Because if it's more than fucking three times, Girlfriend, we need to find you a new friends with benefits. They are very, very easy to find. Any dating app, any bar, you will find plenty who will fuck on their time and your time. Great. Okay, next. Sophia, I cheated on my boyfriend and I didn't feel bad about it at all. I had been thinking of cheating on him for a while, but I always thought I would feel guilty after. But no, I feel like a woman now. I still got it. (laughs) Okay, girl. Anyways, I'm coming to you because I love my boyfriend. I feel so lost and I wish I could just start over. Love you. Uh, okay, girl, friend. So you're kind of sending me mixed signals right now because on the one hand, you don't feel guilty at all. But then on the other hand, you feel really lost and you love him and you wish you could start over. So I don't know exactly what you mean by start over. If you mean like start over as in you never cheated. Well, that's not obviously a possibility unless you have a time machine. We can hop in the DeLorean and go back to 19, whatever the fuck. But obviously we can't. So in order to move forward... You just need to accept the fact that you cheated. Don't tell him. I know I get in trouble every time I say that. I just don't think that the person you're in the relationship with needs to know those types of things, especially if it was going to be a one-time thing. However, if you feel lost because you cheated and you don't feel bad about it, so you're kind of fucking confused. You're like, wait, I love my boyfriend. So how is it that I'm capable of cheating on him and like not even feeling bad? That I can understand a little bit more. And I think that relationships and cheating are very, very complex. And 
I wouldn't feel too hung up on the fact that you cheated. I would think about it more in terms of, well, what do you want to do moving forward? Because if you think that you are going to continuously cheat on this dude, then I think you really need to take a step back and either have a conversation with him about, you know, maybe an open relationship, which I'm assuming he's not going to be down for, or maybe reevaluate the relationship you're in. Like, yeah, maybe you love him, but maybe he's not the right guy for you, right? Because you want to go out and like do these other things. I don't know what the extent of the cheating was. I don't know if it was just sex. I don't know if it was like a full, you know, affair that you had. If it was just sex, then I think you and your boyfriend need to, you know, spice shit up in the bedroom, maybe try a threesome or something. Or you just really need to figure out if this is the guy for you. And if you decide that the guy you're with is the dude for you, then you kind of, you got to knock off the cheating because it hurts people and he will eventually find out. And you obviously don't feel too bad about it when you do it. I'm not saying you should. I'm not saying you should feel bad. Okay. Judgment-free zone. You guys all know that, but that's probably not going to work out. So get really clear on your relationship with the dude you're with. Why did you cheat? Really think about it and then decide how you want to proceed. But just know, baby girl, it will all work out the way it's supposed to. And I don't judge you for cheating. And I think it's normal to feel lost, though, at this moment in time. And I wish I could tell you to start. You can start over. How about that? You said, I wish I could start over right here, right now is the time that you start over as a new person. You can never take back what you did, but that's, you know, you're not going to let that be a ball and chain your entire life. You, you got to move on. All right, guys. Wow. That was a long winded answer, but I love you guys so much. My brother is (laughs) amazing. As you guys saw, there is not going to be an episode next week. However, I am going to be posting up a fucking storm. Maybe I'll go Instagram live. I don't know what I'm going to do because I probably will get to a point where I'm bored as shit and I want to interact with you guys. So definitely check out my social media, Sophia with an F, Franklin with a Y, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, all the things, fucking Snapchat. I'm about to really dive into that one. And merch. There is so much cute Christmas merch. My mugshot on a mug. My Christmas sweater. Salute University stuff. Still available. It won't be for that much longer. So go check it out. And with that, I love you guys. Talk soon. 